You're now listening to a Real Media Network production. possible that maybe I just wanted to say something else? Three, two, one. Ahoy hoy. Oh, I didn't say it. Why did you do that? I thought if I just did the countdown, <laughs> my job was done. Okay, go, 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 go. No. One, two, three. No. Two. What is... <laughs> three, two, 17. one. Ahoy hoy. <laughs> Sixteen. <laughs> three, Forty. Two, one. Ahoy hoy. Uh, no. Ah! Do it again. Three, one more time. Three, two, one. Ahoy hoy. And welcome to Come About. The great part about all of that is I'm not cutting any of that out. Oh, you're not? No. Okay. Oh. What do you mean? Alright. Why would I cut that out? It was gold. Yeah, I'm saying I'm not cutting it out. Okay. <laughs> do you get that? <laughs> like I'm keeping it in. I'm not gonna edit any of that out. Okay. Maybe I'll edit that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Welcome back. Yeah, you go ahead. Oh, I don't know how it goes. Welcome back to a minute-by-minute minute rewatch podcast of the Titanic. What's it called? Oh, Come About. Yeah. Welcome ah! back to Come About. A minute-by-minute minute rewatch podcast of Titanic. He's Mike. I'm Jenna. We are now at minute 63. It's 4. 64. Oh, 64. Tell us what happened, Jenna. Well, Michael, not a whole lot. So we jump to the scene where they are now um, at the bottom of the boat uh, having their third class party. Do you think it's like this every night? Third class is so much more awesome than first class. <laughs> it's a real party. Yeah. So um, you just see a lot of people dancing and they're happy and they're drinking and there's live music going. Uh, a lot of them don't seem to be speaking English. Yeah, because third class passengers mostly consisted, you have like immigrants, like people from all over the world uh, yeah. going to America. Mm -hmm. So you see Fabrizio. It's been a hot minute since we've seen him. He's dancing with a woman and he's so cute. He's like, is it okay if I put my hand here? And she's like, yep. And uh, Jack is dancing with a little girl. Madeline? What was her name? I know he's going to say it. I don't know minute. because... Uh, something, uh, very tragic happened to my phone. I don't know uh. <laughs> what happened. Uh, cause I've restarted my phone plenty of times, uh, since we've done this, you know, started this podcast and I've accumulated like 
I've had like 20 plus tabs open of various <laughs> characters and pieces of trivia. Had all of these things open. And one day I just looked at my phone, Yesterday. opened up my browser. Yeah, and uh, they were all gone. <laughs> and I'm pretty around. sure I had one of her. Uh, yeah, she because was... she was a real little girl, right? Oh, I don't know about that. I just know, no, the piece of trivia I had about her was she was originally, uh, Lindsay Lohan was originally oh, cast right. as her. Yeah. Um, but, or she, no, no. No? Or she was cast, but then when they, and then uh, like the last second, James Cameron decided not to use her. Because she Irish also had looking? red hair. Oh, right. Yes, you and said And they're that. like... But then I think that that's a good reason to use her, right? No, because no? then people are going to try to, like, make deep meanings of that. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, so he's dancing with this little... Cora. Girl. Oh, Cora. The, the yes. little girl's name. Lindsay Lohan auditioned for the role of Cora. Car... Cartmel, Lohan, who was then an unknown and was only eight years old at the time casting took place, was the top choice for the role. However, James Cameron felt that Lohan's fiery red hair would confuse people into thinking she was related to uh, to the characters Rose and Ruth, who both had fiery red hair. Alex Owens Sarno was cast instead. I don't think people, why would that confuse, like, does he think, he's literally saying, my audience for this movie is too stupid, and they're going to think that this first class family has a young uh, daughter that they're keeping in third class? That's what he thinks of his audience? Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Just another reason to hate this movie. And everyone involved, no, I'm kidding, but, uh, but also, no, I mean, yeah, don't, like. Yeah, I'm sure uh, it would have made your sense, too, because um, I think a large population is, like, Irish. Yeah. And... Yeah, for sure. Get an Irish-looking girl. Anyways. Um, so he's dancing with Cora. Rose is sitting off to the side, um, just enjoying everything, the music and the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And... Um, a guy is trying to talk to her, but he's not speaking English. And she's like, I don't understand you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, people bring over some beers and she's drinking beer. Fun fact, when I was a kid, I thought they were all drinking Pepsi. And, uh... uh again, I will stick by it. You were too young when you watched this movie. Because <laughs> I'm like, look at the, the very foam first... of that Pepsi. Like, that's fresh Pepsi to get that type of head. Yeah. The, uh, one of the first episodes you said, like, oh, I thought that little doll's mask was, like, yeah. a kid's skull. Yeah. You were too young, like, yeah, to watch this. I would have been five six you watched it when it came out uh, how long would it have taken to be on vhs i bet you i could find that out yeah um so yeah i would have been five years old when it came out and my mom took my brother and he's two 
three Whoa. years older than me. So he would have been eight years old. So, theatrically, Titanic was released. Hmm. That says in Australia. Uh, in the U.S., uh, the Titanic was released December 14th, 1997. Okay. And in the U.S., it was released on VHS September 1st, 1998. So, like, almost a year later. Yeah, nine months. So. It's wild. And I would imagine I, my brother, he got it as a gift, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it must have been a Christmas gift. So I'm going to say, yeah, I was six or seven years old when I first seen it. Hmm. Um, yeah. So anyways... She's drinking her alcoholic adult beverage, and, um, you know, a guy kind of crashes into a table across the room, right. and... Um, kind of looks like a fight's about to break yeah, out, she but seems then, really concerned. Yeah, she's like, oh god, what's going on? But clearly he was just drunk, they help him up, and he grabs his beer, so she thought that was funny. And uh, anyways, the music stopped playing, everyone's happy, and then another song starts again. And Jack is telling Cora that he's going to dance with Rose now, and that's where the minute ends. Yeah. So was Cora a real girl? I thought you had told me something about her that maybe there was a first class passenger or second class and you said that she's represented by Cora in the movie oh oh maybe um does she make it I don't know if we know no. she doesn't no no she does not she's not the little girl that Cal grabs right no there's a deleted scene that you can see of her yeah, her death. Yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. Okay, she you... and her family are trapped behind gates and the there the, and it's during the scene where you see the water like rushing through the hallways. Oh the tail end of that shot yeah. is them being yeah because they're trapped behind a gate and you can see it online on YouTube, um, mm. but there's uh, the tail, like it cuts in the theatrically and, and even, well, on all the cuts. But it's not the same kid. Out. Remember Jack and Rose pick up this little kid crying and they start to take, I think no. maybe it's a little boy because yeah. then the dad comes and grabs the kid. Yeah. Okay. And that, cause that's when he runs up to the door and that busts open with the water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so you see her... Wow. You can see her death in the deleted scenes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty rough, but no, uh, she, she does not. Uh, I'll just try to see here. I don't know if she is... We were done with the John Jacob Astors. Well, were we? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think we, did, we were going to maybe we did, look into... The, yes, we did the parents. The son, John Jacob. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Well, I'm going to look up... I don't... So, um... 
I'm just trying to see if she was based on. No, I don't think she was really based no. on a real person. No, mm-hmm. it's not saying anything. Uh, yeah. I mean, his, uh, I do kind of want to talk about him, actually. Who? Uh, Jakey Astor. Because uh-huh, okay. he's known as the Titanic baby. Oh, but, That's his, okay. Um, yeah, he wasn't born on the Titanic, no. but he's known as... Uh, he was dubbed the Titanic baby. You think the youngest baby that was actually on it would be the Titanic baby? Mm-hmm. But, alright. So he was born August... John Jacob Astor the sixth was born August 14th, 1912. And he died June 26th, 1992. Oh. Yeah. He was an American socialite, shipping businessman, and member of the Astor family. He was dubbed the Titanic Baby for his affiliation with the RMS Titanic. Astor was born four months after his father, Colonel John Jacob Astor IV, died in the sinking of the Titanic. His pregnant mother, Madeline Astor, survived the sinking. Obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He was born in the waters and swam to... Yeah. So this guy, whoa, was married <laughs> one, two, three, four times. I don't. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you heard that, that was our daughter. Yeah, that wasn't okay. Uh, we won't do much about him. Um, well. Do you want to talk about his inheritance, baby? So he would have got the uh, one million... Was it a million dollars to decide for him? That didn't go away when she got remarried, right? No. I don't know. Um, So, okay, never mind. Under the terms of Colonel Astor's will, Madeline received relatively little for her husband's of her husband's $85 million estate, which is approximately $2.3 billion in 2020. This included his estate in Rhinebeck and his yacht, the Noma. William Vincent Astor, the colonel's son from his first marriage, received $69 million, which is about $1.9 billion in 2020. Wow. While the colonel's daughter from his first marriage, Ava Alice Muriel, Aster received a $10 million trust fund, which is about uh, $270 million in 2020. The colonel's uh, 19-year-old widow, Madeline, received the annual income from received annual yeah, the annual income from a $5 million trust fund, which is about $130 million in 2020, supplemented by an annual payment of $500,000, which is about $13 million in 2020, Jeez. as well as the use of his New York mansion at, at uh, 65th Street and 5th Avenue, all its furnishings, and his Newport mansion, Beechwood, and all of its furnishing, the pick of which ever luxury limousine she wanted from his collection and five of his prized horses provided that she did not remarry 
Well, not listed by name, Jake Eats Father's will mentioned that any surviving child other than his children, Vincent and Ava, would receive a bequest of $3 million to be held in a trust until the child reached age 21. Jakey inherited the $3 million on his 21st birthday, which by that point had grown to, to $5 million, which is about $100 million in 2020. When Madeline died in late, 19, in, uh, late March 1940, she left him a diamond solitaire ring worth 50000 which is about 920000 in 2020, mm-hmm. and a pearl necklace worth $1,525, or 28170 in 2020. His elder half-brother Vincent's contempt for Madeline led him to believe that Jakey was not even a biological aster. Wow. Having despised his younger half-brother since birth, Vincent left him nothing in his will. Jakey wow. felt cheated. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Why would he leave... His half-brother. His... I guess. But if you have kids... Yeah. Leave it to your kids, not to your. All right, go on. I'm sure they had, he had plenty enough to go around. He could have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess like if you don't have, a, good relationship. Um, Jakey felt cheated and said Vincent had the legal, not the moral, right to keep all the money. After Vincent died childless in early February oh. 1959, Jakey sued Vincent's widow Roberta Brooke Russell for his inheritance he was no that's just greedy yeah no okay he doesn't have kids that's fine but he has a wife he i'm assuming he left everything to his wife yeah uh but these people get yeah these people just think you know it's the astro name it has to stay in the astor family uh you know it's all about fatherhood and fathers and sons right and then to go and sue your brother's widowed wife mm-hmm. to say no you give me the money yeah <laughs> he was convinced that vincent was mentally incompetent when signing his will in june 1958 due to alcoholism but brooke insisted vincent was fully competent while vincent was hospitalized brooke often brought him liquor Jakey accused her of using the liquor to influence the will in her favor. Jakey ended up settling for $250,000, which is about $2.2 million in 2020. The rest of the money remains with the Vincent Astor Foundation and Brooke. Mm. Yeah, so just... You know, greedy rich people just yeah, like wanting you're more money. <laughs> a multi, multi millionaire. You really need an extra two million. Like, <clears throat> so who got the business? Who got this John Jacob Astor who went down? I'm assuming his Vince. brother would have oh. took over. Yeah. But then, anyways. Okay. So, uh,. I'm just going to go over, there's a, uh, a heading here for name confusion. Huh. So, even though some sources refer to Jakey as John Jacob V, 
or John Jacob Astor, first Baron Astor of Hever? Sorry. Yeah, so even though some refer to him as John Jacob Astor the fifth, the John Jacob Astor, the first Baron Astor of Hever, was born first, and therefore is actually John Jacob Astor the fifth. Sir Jakey Astor, youngest brother of David Astor and John Jacob Astor the seventh, is the third Baron Astor of Hever. <laughs> what? I don't yeah, even know. Me. Jakey is so sometimes wait. incorrectly referred to as John Jacob the third. <laughs> I don't even know why that would be the case <laughs> because his father was the fourth. Um, it's so silly. Did this you whole say he's is... a sir? No, that's someone else. Oh. There's someone else. There's other sir. Um, but they're an American family. Yeah, this sir is a different... Oh. Senior? Um, no, it says sir. Oh. All right. Well, that's confusing. Yeah, that's Enough super about weird. them. No, yeah, they we don't... They don't sound like a great family. No, we don't need to talk about them anymore. Uh... I just wanted to go over that because, yeah, he's... I mean, we talked about his parents. We talked about the whole Astor family, and he's known as the Titanic baby. So, yeah, I wanted to go over that a bit. Um, real quick, though, uh, we have a Gmail account. Oh, yes. And... That uh, you told me about, like, last week. No, I told you about it weeks ago, actually, because... That was weeks ago? Ep uh, <laughs> an episode came out a few weeks ago. Yeah. Where we said uh, we have a Gmail account that people can, you know, write us letters to. I don't remember it. that. All anyway, I remember was so, the other night you said, hey, remind me to read our emails on the podcast. And I said, what emails? Yeah. Well, guess what? That episode where we talk about having an email address yeah. came out a couple weeks ago, which means we recorded it <laughs> like a long time ago. So that and means it's long you forgot out of it, my like, head. You forgot it so many times since then so um so what's our gmail account it's uh comeaboutpod at gmail.com okay and yeah you can write us letters anything you uh want to talk about anything you want to bring to our attention if we make a mistake which happens very frequently you can uh correct us if we're wrong uh when we're wrong, I should say. <laughs> and uh, Or if you just want to, you know, share your own little interesting piece of trivia, mm -hmm. that's fine too. So, we've got one here from uh, a fan <laughs> of the show. <laughs> uh, Who friend of the show, Nick. remain... Oh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nick. He says, uh, you guys were stretching, stressing... This is great because this is about pronunciation of words. So he says, you guys were stressing out about words. So here is the how to pronounce bitumen. Bitumen? Bitumen. Whoa, we got to bleep that. Oh, whoops. <laughs> what was this word? Uh, this was about, this was like a, a, a fuel source, I think. <laughs> I don't even remember. He says, so he linked to a, a YouTube video here. On how uh, to pronounce about it. how to pronounce it. And then he says, keep up the great work, Nick. Sent for my iPhone. Aw. Nick, you got an iPhone? Yeah. Oh, no, that's an iPhone.
we go. Wow, a lot of lead up. We are looking at how to pronounce this word as well as how to say more interesting and related words in English. So make sure to stay tuned and consider subscribing for more learning how do you say it? Bitumen. Oh, I was kind of right. There is no T sound here, but rather a Ch sound. Bitumen. Bitumen. You do want to stress on the first syllable. Bitumen. Pretty straightforward. Once you know. Bitumen. And okay. now you know. Did you get this? Was this any helpful? <laughs> I like him. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time. Get to the point. At the same <laughs> like, time, I frequently, this will be surprising to you, but I frequently have to look up uh, YouTube videos on how to pronounce different words. <laughs> and I can't learn from somebody who has a different accent than me. Hearing a British person pronounce a word, not helpful to me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I need to hear it in, like, Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they pronounce things differently. Yeah, but Cause you're Canadian is you in the language. You are saying that you guys are saying the same thing, but to me you're saying different things. He's saying, like, bitumen, and you're saying bitumen. So which is it? Bitumen. That's not what he said. And he seemed to know a lot more than you. <laughs> he was Let's way just more put confident. it to bed. This will be a word that we okay. will never... No, this was... Uh, oh, no, this is the... Rust? It's a black, viscous mixture of hydrocarbons obtained naturally or as a residue from petroleum distillation. It is used for road surfacing and roofing. So this is when we were talking about roofs. We were... Why were we talking about roofs? Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's no this roof on the Titanic. We talked about roofs for so long, and we didn't know how to pronounce roofs. Yeah. Kind of remember that. Roof. Roof, <laughs> roof. All right, so we have uh, another one here we can go through. Another piece of uh, mail. Oh, my. This is from another fan of the show. <laughs> he gives his name here, too. So, hey, Mike and Jenna. My name is Dennis. First-time listener, long, lifelong friend. <laughs> if you had the power to reboot this film with, with a whole new cast and crew, who would you pick to lead and direct? Also, Willem Dafoe would be the, the captain, right? Oh. P.S. This email is also a shameless plug for real drinks, movie news, reviews, and booze. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay, Jenna, who would you... Alright, okay. Yeah, I like this question. So, director? Yeah. We'll come back to it. Okay. What was the other one? Cast. Who are you casting? Okay. Well, I think... Hmm... You go ahead. Okay. I, uh, I'm i going to go ahead and, and disagree, actually, here with Dennis, though. I don't think Willem Dafoe should play the captain. No. I think Willem Dafoe should play... Oh, nobody. Uh, oh. <laughs> Jenna's tired of me talking about Willem Dafoe. Yes. And just always... He's on all the time in, in our house now because yeah. <laughs> we're doing Defoe Fest. And, and I always call him William Defoe, and Mike corrects me and says, no, his name is Willem Defoe, but he was born. 
William Defoe. Mm-hmm. But he goes by Willem. Uh, I I still think he should be in the movie, uh, but not the no. captain. I think we'll Willem give him Defoe, one scene. Seems no. to be what he's good at. One scene. I don't know why you hate Willem Dafoe so much. He's a great actor. Eh. Uh, he he could be an officer of sorts. Oh, he could be. He could be the one that shoots himself. Murdoch. He's no. Too old to play oh, Murdoch okay. No, he could be the one who's there when Murdoch shoots himself, and he gets the gun, and he he threatens everyone to shoot them like dogs. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. kind of look like they have those long, skinny faces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who would you get to... Oh, you know who would be... No. Never mind. Who would you get to be Jack? If you wanted to make this, I'm guessing, a likable movie. Who would... But you like Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. So I guess Jack is just a lost cause for you. But who yeah. would you get it to be? Uh, I would cast... Oh boy, this is tough on the spot. Um, I would get Willem Willem Dafoe to play <laughs> Jack. <laughs> no. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I would get. Uh... I think, and I'll offer this to you too. I'm gonna have to think about this, and I'll reveal it. Yeah, okay. On another episode. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to this one, okay, Dennis? Uh how's that sound? We'll we'll put some thought into it and then maybe that could be yeah. Yeah, we'll come back to this and and, and put some real thought and present it. Are we later. making it like if we were to reboot it right now so pick actors like from today's whatever you or, want, I think. Okay. No, you could do Yeah. Like you could say a young Brad Pitt. Sure. Okay. Why not? All right. Yeah. I mean, if we're just, you know, talking theoretically, like if we could theoretically make a movie, I don't think it's too much to say we could theoretically time travel <laughs> and go back and make it in the past. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll come back to that. Oh, um, do you know who the director would be? Oh, he also might be a character. Yeah. He'll probably be Fabrizio. Um, uh, Taika Watiti. Oh, okay. I just love that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. There you go. But yeah, we'll we'll put some more thought into it. Okay. That should. Oh, about we're done. Okay. Do yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening. See you in a minute.